You've picked out your recording space. You've figured out the best environment to record for a good audio experience. Now you're ready to record your podcast, but what should you use to record your podcast? Well, that depends. Welcome to the official National Podcast Post Month podcast. I am your host and the founder of NAPOD POMO, Jennifer Navarrete. This podcast is presented in two segments. The first segment is a guide for podcasters participating in National Podcast Post Month throughout the month-long challenge that is the 16th annual NAPOD POMO. The second segment is the behind the scenes of how this particular podcast is coming together using Podcasting 2.0's live item tag done through Blueberry's Power Press plugin. Now, yesterday we focused on environment as it relates to delivering a good audio experience. Today, we're going to spend a little time identifying the different podcast setups. There are a whole lot of options, but over the course of my 18 plus years of podcasting, I've grouped them into what I call the four levels of podcasting. So let's dive in, shall we? Level one, mobile plus apps. If you have a mobile phone and any number of mobile apps like Spotify for podcasters, formerly Anchor, Podbean, etc., you have everything you need to be a podcaster right now. I mean, let's face it, your mobile phone is the production studio in your pocket. And that's true for both audio and video podcasting. Oh, and by the way, if you think people are going to say because you are, quote, only using a phone to podcast, that you aren't a real podcaster. Well, first of all, tell those folks to take a hike. They have no business in your world. But the fact is, yes, it's great to have all the fancy mics and have a full-fledged studio. But is it necessary? Nope. Now, you may decide to move into other levels of podcasting as you continue on in your podcasting journey. I myself have a studio and fancy mics and all the gear, yet I often turn to my phone to podcast when the situation calls for it. Now, remember the last episode where I talked about environment? You can make a phone sound pretty darn good in the right environment. And by the same token, you can also make a very expensive, highly sensitive mic sound terrible in the wrong environment. All of this to say that if you have a mobile phone and some podcasting mobile apps in a good environment, you have everything you need to be a successful podcaster right now. Level two, USB mic and laptop or computer. You've got a USB mic and want to dig into podcast recording options, whether they be online tools like CleanFeed, IPDTL, Squadcast, Riverside, StreamYard, or any number of online platforms available to you. Or you want to download a dedicated recording app like Audacity, which is open source, read free, and cross-platform, Mac, Windows, Linux. So if you have a Mac, GarageBand comes natively with your computer. So you can definitely use that to record your podcast. I myself did GarageBand for a really long time, and I'm ever so grateful that it was the free option that came with my computer, and it was something I could really use to get started. And it's something that I could still use today. So there are also paid options like Reaper, Adobe Audition, and my personal favorite, Hindenburg Journalist, and so many other options. Now, which one is the right one for you? Well, it's the one that makes sense to you. Each one does the job. It's 
true, they all will record, you can all edit, you can export in all of these. But what's the one that makes the most sense for you? Then that's the one that's the right one. So don't overthink it, test a few out. If you find one that you like, great, that's your preferred tool. Now be aware that in level two, you are now getting into the nitty gritty of podcast production, learning how to edit your own audio files. And don't be surprised if you find yourself headphones on staring at waveforms at 3am. <laughs> yeah, ask me how I know. Or maybe that's just me. I'm a night owl by nature and I do prefer to work on podcast production late at night and into the wee hours in the morning. Frankly, I really enjoy getting lost in the process with zero interruptions. And so I like to think of those hours as magical. So your podcast production mileage may vary. You will find your own rhythm and flow as it comes to producing your own podcast. I think it's fun. I think the entire learning experience is fun. I think figuring out what works for you is fun. And then once you find a system and it's this beautiful flow, that's fun too. Level three dedicated podcast studio. You've taken the red pill. Oh, oh wait, maybe was that the blue pill? Anyhow, you've decided to go all in with podcasting and you're going to build a dedicated studio, either in your office or your home. And you're going to put, you know, your environment, you're going to buffer the sound in your room, you're going to get your gear set up so it's ready for you when you walk in to record with a simple button push or two. Now, I'm coming to you live from my own dedicated studio, which is a room in my house that has padded flooring, walls, windows, and door treatments, and other soft surfaces to buffer those sound waves. But I also use this space for live streaming, virtual events, and video production for myself and clients. If the 2005 version of Jennifer could see herself now, she would be blown away at what's happened just because I heard about a thing called podcasting and decided to see what that was all about. So you might be surprised to see what comes from your own foray into podcasting. Level four, work with a podcast producer. You have a mission, you've got a message, and you want to share it with the world through a podcast, but you have no desire (laughs) to learn the tech, to buy the tools, to deal with learning how to edit, with figuring out how to do all the things. So you work with a podcast producer, you show up with your script, you talk away while your podcast producer handles all the heavy lifting when it comes to the tech recording, post production edits, show notes, ID3 tech, social media promo content transcripts, and everything it takes to get your episodes ready for primetime and out into the world. And that's really where I work with my clients. (laughs) And you may want to do that yourself. And by the way, you may be surprised that you enjoy this so much that this may become something that you do as a side hustle, or it may be even your main career. You never know. This is what I do. And I love every moment of it. So as I said earlier, you may find yourself sticking to one level of podcasting, or like me, you may bounce around between them, depending on what makes the most sense for your show. And for a challenge like NAPOD POMO, which I often call the fail fast, get good challenge, a mobile phone plus an app in a good environment is really all you need. Now on to the second part of the episode where I share the behind the scenes of going live with podcasting 2.0's live item tag via Blueberry's PowerPress plugin. In the last episode, I shared the two live item tag tutorial videos I watched from Blueberry, which gave me the tiniest inkling of confidence that I could give it a go. 
Then once I spoke with Todd Cochran about my plans, and Mike Dell walked me through how to set up the back end of my website via the PowerPress plugin for live, sent me screenshots of how to set up the live broadcasting system, and how to add in my wallet information for value for value. More on that in a future episode. After all of that, I was good to go, right? Well, not so fast. We'll pick this back up in the next episode because sometimes when it comes to something new and somewhat scary, it's not the tech that's the roadblock. And with that, I will close out this episode of the official National Podcast Post Month podcast for the 16th annual 30-day Global Podcast Challenge. <laughs>